What's up, you guys? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, the postgrad podcast where we get real about life after college every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special episode of Two Degrees Hotter. How are we this week? Yes. Hi, everyone. Welcome back and happy one year anniversary of the Two Degrees Hotter podcast. I actually want to look up what day our first episode actually got posted because it's like this week a year ago. I want to say May 12th. Let me confirm. I could be wrong, but I feel like Ooh, you're right. Wrong. Wow. Oh my God, I would win at Two Degrees Hotter Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a year ago tomorrow was our first episode. And if you guys remember, if you were around, it was called Graduating, sort of. And it was just kind of an intro to the show. And we talked about our feelings about graduating college, but not really having a graduation. So I actually kind of wish that I listened back to that before we sat down to record this because that would be kind of interesting. (laughs) But honestly, it might be kind of cringy too. So maybe it's for the best. (laughs) True. I will say ironically that in four days, I am graduating from undergrad because my school rescheduled. (laughs) So it is actually happening. Bless them. Yeah. Um, So that's definitely odd making a podcast episode a year after graduating college and telling you guys that I'm going to graduate college in four days. Just like this little meta. (laughs) Yeah, that is strange. Full circle, I guess. Yeah, true. But if you guys have been following with our recent episodes, you may know that we're doing something special for this one. So it's not just going to be us chatting away. It's actually going to be featuring you guys. Yeah. So we asked you guys to send us voice recordings of just the biggest lesson that you've learned in this past year. I mean, this past year has been a roller coaster of a year. Um, and obviously, we're talking about just like year from May to May, not a calendar year, just to clarify that. But yeah. This past, you know, May to this May has just been so crazy. And I feel like we've all learned so much about ourselves. And, you know, we just wanted to know what you guys have learned in this year because we've learned so much from you guys. Hopefully you've learned from us and we can just have a big celebration of the growth that we've had during these really, really tough times. Yes. And I think what's made this last year especially special with the podcast and everything is meeting you guys and like this community and all the amazing guests that we've been able to meet along the way, like truly just like the people that have been involved. So it only felt right to feature the people in our year anniversary episode. Yeah. Getting emotional over here. (laughs) I know. I just can't believe that it's been a year. Like I just can't believe we like have done the thing, like put out 52 episodes. Yeah. Is that, that's how that works? 52? That's yeah. probably how that works. <laughs> we yeah. never even skipped a week, not even one week. I know. We're, we're nothing it. if not consistent, you guys. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> so I am so excited to hear these voice recordings. Have we said that we're listening to them in live order? We haven't listened to them yet? No, we Has haven't that said been? that yet. Okay. Surprise, guys. <laughs> yes. We are, we haven't listened to them yet. We wanted to get our, you know, authentic reactions to what you guys have learned so that Anya and I can, you know, genuinely like talk about how we relate and how proud we are of you guys for what you've learned um, and send that encouragement. So this will be us listening for the first time. We're going to listen to them in the order that we got them. Um, And obviously, because we haven't listened to them before, 
you guys could have all learned the same lesson this past year, which would be like (laughs) super cool and fun and like a fun connecting bonding moment. So yeah, so we're just going to roll with the punches and I think it's going to be a really fun episode. Yes. And I think the fact that we haven't listened to them yet makes it more of like a, we're all just gals chilling on the couch talking about what we've learned and less Mm -hmm. like we've received your submissions and reviewed and have commentary. You know what I mean? So I think that was like the goal. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's a a fun girls chat. So if all the episodes, get your wine, get a snack, Mm -hmm. get all comfy, cozy on your couch. Or if you're in your car listening to this on like your commute or something, pretend that you're nice and comfy, cozy on your couch. And yeah. So all that to say, it's going to be a fun episode, but before we hop into that, you know the drill. We got to do our segments starting with the week in review. So this is kind of a funny thing to mention in a week in review, but it just occurred to me that it's something I do that maybe not everyone does. And I just wanted to bring it up as like a, I, I think of it as like an asset to my life. <laughs> Um, and so that is very simply putting your phone on do not disturb. And like, I have my phone on do not disturb. I think pretty much a hundred percent of the time I like never really have my notifications on. And there's um, a certain setting. Like if you're worried about missing important stuff, there's like a certain setting where like your favorite contacts will still come through if they call you and stuff like that. So it's not like a problem or anything, but yeah, I just realized when I was talking to my mom the other day, she complained that she has this friend like this dear friend of hers that gets up really early and um, this friend texted her at like 6 a.m something and it woke her up and she was like I don't know why she has to text me so early in the morning and I was like well just because she texts you doesn't mean you have to respond or like hear the notification so early in the morning like haven't you heard of do not disturb and then it just got me thinking I was like maybe a lot of people don't harness the power of do not disturb and I feel like for me it's just kind of a mindset thing of like you don't have to be available to everybody all the time. You're really just available like on your own terms and like when you are ready to like check your phone and it doesn't need to like interrupt your life, if that makes sense. Um, But the more urgent things will still come through if they need to, so long as it's like a favorited contact. So yeah, I just feel like it hasn't really been ever a problem. And I really like that I'm not like distracted by notifications coming in and I just check them like whenever I lift up my phone and I'm ready to look and see what's come through and like respond to people. So yeah, if you're not using do not disturb, get on that. (laughs) Yeah, legit. I think it's really important to at least like set some sort of boundary where you're not constantly checking your phone. Like I know for me, I like if I ever go on any sort of walk or like outdoor excursion, I leave my phone. I don't ever bring it with me. Um, Or if I do, I put it on do not disturb and then just like listen to music if I'm by myself. Um, I... I bring my phone when I walk by myself for like safety reasons, obviously. I'm thinking like when I go on a walk with like my mom or my dad or my Mm -hmm. brother, I'll leave it at home. Um, And I think it's really important to have those moments of not being so tied down to the notifications. So whether that is leaving it when you can, putting it on do not disturb, super important. And I just think it's like an availability thing too, like Mm -hmm. just shifting the mindset of like you don't have to be on everyone else's schedule if you don't want to be. You yeah. can be on your own schedule. So Yeah, for sure. And speaking of walks, this is I didn't even mean to make this transition. Wow. Um, that was just off the old noggin. Um, but my weekend review, I just want to talk about the fact that the weather's getting nicer. I feel like the springtime is just such like a great time of like 
rebirth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like rebirth and calm and like I'm personally I've always been the type of person whose like mood is very much affected by the weather. Like mm-hmm. I don't jive. Today's been like a wicked rainy gloomy day and I've just felt so unmotivated, so just like down and out. Um but like on days that are super sunny and super nice, I just feel a lot more energized. Um and I think a lot of the reason is because when the weather's super nice, that means you can like go outside. I remember at this time last year when we were finishing up undergrad, um, I had like, we had like a little, uh, outdoor table set, um, in my backyard and I would go there to do work when it was like really, really nice out and just so nice being out in the fresh air or like having the chance to take a break by going on a walk outside Mm -hmm. in the fresh air. That's where the transition comes in. Um, cause it's just like number one, fresh air does wonders for your mental health, especially if you're feeling like you're in a rut. Um, and moving your body does wonders too. So when you can do them at the same time, it's like the best ever. And so I've been going on lots of walks, mainly with my mom and my dad, which is really nice because we get to just kind of debrief each other about our days and what's going on. Sometimes I'll go by myself and I'll listen to music, like put on, you know, pump up music and just get myself in the zone. Um, and yeah, so definitely take advantage of the nice weather. Hopefully now that we're in May, the rainy days are fewer and farther between because I know April can be a bit rainy, but we're moving towards that nice weather, people, and then it'll be summer. I'm so excited for summer. I love summer. Yeah, it reminds me of that TikTok audio. I think it's like maybe Kylie Jenner saying it where she's like, I'm getting my personality back. I wasn't myself or like, you know what that that one? I Um, do know. And I think she is like talking about the weather and that. So really, it's so real. Um, and I just have a tip. I mean, I guess this can apply to everybody, but especially like full-time working gals, um, something that I've really built in pretty strictly to my schedule, at least when weather allows is like, I take an hour lunch and I spend 30 minutes eating and like looking at my phone and like relaxing. And then I spend 30 minutes going for a walk, like pretty much consistently every day. So I really like that kind of break in the day. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I love spring, all the flowers, all the like little bunnies out, like, it's just the best. So take advantage for sure. For sure. All right, let's move into our favorites. So my favorite, I have two quick favorites for this week. Both are music related. So my first one is an artist that I've like known about for a while, but I've never listened to consistently. Like I would kind of just see his music come up on Spotify mixes that I would get. And I knew that he had a song with Chelsea, which is kind of how I explored him more. So mm-hmm. um, he has a song ch- with Chelsea Cutler, like he's in her second cover of Crazier Things. And I really liked that song. And so I was finally like, oh, I should listen to this guy more. And I haven't even said the guy. It's Noah Kahan. I think that's how you say it. It's N-O-A-H space K-A-H-A-N. Yeah. Um, and I really, really like his music. Like, I feel like it's kind of the exact vibe that I really like. Like, it's a kind of a folk pop hybrid, I would say. And it's got some like acoustic elements. Um, and I think the song that kind of took off for him is called Hurt Somebody. Um, but the ones that I specifically really like are False Confidence and Mess. Mess is like my favorite song right now. It's gorgeous. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, I've discovered this new indie underground new artist. Like, I know he's been out there. I know this album came out in 2019. I just hadn't really given it a shot. Sure. Um, So, yeah, huge fan. And it's funny because in Mess, there's this line that I just love. And he says, um, I'll take 89 to Boston, see my love, and I'll help her. 
um, set up her new apartment is the line. And when I listened for the first time, I was like, wait a second, Route 89, like that's here. That's like in New Hampshire and Vermont. And it's like a pretty short highway. So I was like, he's got to be like from around here. Um, And he's from Vermont. And I literally love Vermont. So I just feel like I really vibe with this guy. So that's one thing. (laughs) Definitely listen to him if you have a chance. Um, It was just really like funny to hear such a local thing. And I was like, wait a second. He has to be from around here if he said that. Um, And then my second quick music favorite is (laughs) Daddy, which is Quinn 92's collaboration with Tiny Meat Gang, which is... Um, Cody Co and Noel Miller's I don't music group podcast, like their just like, comedy rap duo. <laughs> yeah, like what they're, they're just they're like their stage name. Um, and so it's very little Dicky vibes. If you guys are familiar yeah. with him, like it's it's a comedy song, but it's it's really oh, yeah. funny and it's like unironically good as far like musically. Like it sounds like a normal Quinn song, just like featuring yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. So I I'm very curious to hear how that collab goes. I was. Kyla and I were talking about, I really want to hope that they like release an episode about how that whole conversation went, like the who approached who, like, I just want to know the details, but. Well, what's funny is I remember you sending me a TikTok either from Quinn's account or from Cody Ko's account of them together. And we were like, is something about to happen here? And then they just dropped this whole song. Anya and I love (laughs) Cody Ko. Like, I literally love him. He is so successful. I don't know if everyone knows this. He literally, like, he went to Duke and he, like, qualified to be on, like, an Olympic level diving or swimming or something like that. Like, he's, like, insanely And he created a viral app and sold it for, like, millions of dollars. Yes. He's, like, crazy. Like, he just actually is so successful in, like, everything that he does, including this random song, which, like, is actually, as far as, like, comedy songs go, like, not bad, so. It's pretty good. The music video is pretty funny. I mean, we love... Quinn 92 over here too so I think it's just so cool that he's like that Cody Ko and Noel are like collaborating with legitimate artists I'm like okay yeah. guys and the fact like- that Quinn was down like I like I just love that like, he would bet. let's do it literally I love the um, line where he says um built a deck and then I painted it didn't like the kitchen so I renovated it that part so good it's different it's so good it's so good. The whole thing. You have to check it out. I feel like we might get some slack for being Cody Co fans. At least when I've told my friends that, my friend Emily is like, my 11-year-old cousin watches Cody Co. I'm like, yeah, and so does your 23-year-old oh. best friend. So- I didn't know that he was like, uh, he doesn't make like very child-appropriate content, I feel like. I don't think so either. I think he's just funny. I like him. I like his girlfriend's channel, Kelsey's. Yeah. She's funny. Check him out. Don't. Don't let the haters get you down if you're a Cody no. Co fan. Um, so for my favorite this week, I don't know if this is, I feel like these are still a thing because I'm literally wearing a brand new one that I just got the other day. Um, I'm still on like the matching sweat set game. I feel like that was like a huge thing at the start of quarantine. And I was like, this will be a fun like full circle moment. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this was your favorite in like a very early episode. It may have been yeah. even like our first one. So yeah. Really full well, circle. And like I said, I'm wearing a brand new one from Target. That's like fun, like patchwork. Yeah. It's um, and I just, they're the freaking best. I mean, they're so comfortable, but I personally feel put together putting them on. Cause I'm like, when your outfit like is coordinated, you feel like there was like some thought put into it and like, you just look more put together. So I don't, I don't know if like the TikTok teens have decided that matching sets are not a thing anymore. I feel like TikTok teens are what rule the fashion trends these days. So I'm sorry if I'm like 
showing the older Gen Zer in me by still being on this train, but I'm still on the train. I don't have any plans to get off. In fact, I'm going to switch. This this set actually is a long sleeve, but then with shorts. So this is like mm-hmm. the springtime set. I'm probably going to end up with summertime sets. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Yeah, I feel um, like they're still a thing. I feel like you have permission. I feel like it, they're still readily available everywhere. So yeah. like, I don't know. But that's my full circle moment. A lot can happen in a year, but I guess matching sweat sets never die. Yeah, and even if they're not a thing anymore, it's still a goodbye because you can still wear them separate. I feel like that's like the best part is like, yes, you have the matching set outfit, but you also have like pants you could wear with anything else and a top you could wear with anything else. So that is true. And you know what? Target has some really cute ones. That's where the one I'm wearing is from. So check it out. All right, let's move into our episode where we're going to listen to you guys. Wow, it's like um reverse... Reverse podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to start with our first recording. This one is from Alaya. Let's see what she had to say about her biggest lesson this past year. Hey, so this is my audio recording of what I learned this past year. Um, There's so much, but if I had to pick one, I probably would say just it's okay to fail and that it's okay to be rejected and not exactly get what you want and it's something that you hear constantly and all the time honestly but I don't know it's just it really is something that I think set inside of me if that made sense like it's something that I finally understood that if I made a failure especially under these circumstances that we are in you know if I had some sort of failure or even just something below par of what I was hoping for you know that's absolutely normal and I can't expect that of myself again it's like something that I've always been told and I I guess I've somewhat known but really it's something that I finally understood this past year um I wish you guys saw Kylie this whole time because she was like very aggressively nodding (laughs) (laughs) that's how I listen I I get I actually fun fact this is a little off topic but I had to give an oral argument I did an episode on this and I did like a practice round and my professor had to tell me not to nod because she was like Kylie that like looks like you're agreeing with the side that you're arguing against like you need to stop mm. nodding and I was like I'm it, sorry. you're just like affirming it's, that you're listening kind of yeah thing. like I'm just an active listener what can I say <laughs> um <laughs> but anywho thank you so much Elia for that recording um I think this is a great lesson I think we've talked about this before that Failure is something so scary. Like, it's so scary. I think most people are afraid to fail. Um, But you really do learn everything from your failures. Like, that is where your growth is. It's so, like, cliche, but, like, your growth comes at the end of your comfort zone. And, like, I feel like the end of everyone's comfort zone is failing at something. So I think this is a great lesson. I also feel like I'm pretty... I'm a pretty genuine believer that like the universe has your back and something that like you, like, I just think there's like a greater purpose that like people, like we as individuals don't necessarily understand about like our trajectory. And so like something that we view as like a failure or like an inadequacy or something like that is really just like the universe rerouting us to like what our appropriate path is. So in my mind, like there are very few if any, like true failures, because I think it's a success that you're getting closer to like your true self. (laughs) I don't know if that's like very woo-woo opinion, but that's my, that's my take. Yeah, no, but I think that's true. And I think, 
you know, regardless of if you look at it as like the universe or God, if you're religious, like stuff like that. Like, I, I just think it's really comforting to think that there's like a bigger plan, especially in those moments of failure, because you can just remind yourself that it's just it's not failure. It's rerouting you towards where you should be going. Right. And I especially like that she brought up like under the circumstances of the last year, because I think maybe this is someone else's lesson. I don't know. But I think the last year has taught me that like we really need to be accommodating for ourselves when there are stressful things going on around us and we're having to navigate (laughs) all of our normal everyday tasks, but also handling hearing all like the very distressing news and things that are going on. So I think that that was really important that she included that as well. For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Alaya. We loved your lesson and keep growing, girl. We want to see you succeed. Um, This next one is from Dana, who is a good friend of Anya. The biggest thing I've learned in the last year is that we really can't plan too much for the future and that that's what makes it so important to live in the moment and that's never been something I've been good at. I'm always worrying about the future and thinking of next steps and trying to figure out how to make things go the way I want them to go but having a year where I couldn't really plan anything more than a couple days in advance because the world was changing so rapidly around me it really showed me that you don't need to constantly be worrying about the future because there's only so much that you can really control and that by letting go of needing to control everything, you learn to enjoy being just in the moment that you're in. So I think that was my biggest lesson of the last 365 days. And congratulations on one year of two degrees hotter. <laughs> so cute um i think you guys can probably tell why dana and i are such close friends because she basically echoed like everything that i said in my solo episode from last year um when things don't go as planned where i basically just talked about how being a planner in 2020 is a very strict learning curve (laughs) and um as stressful as it is and was and you know still is going to be for people that are like type A and very like future oriented to swallow the fact that like we don't have that control, I think it is a good lesson. And there's going to be times in life that we feel similarly, hopefully not on a global pandemic scale, but I think it's such a good skill to have to be able to be more spontaneous and reactive and less, um, I don't know, I guess calculated all the time, because I think that's like such a good word to describe like my mindset and I think probably Dana's mindset too is like you were just so calculated like every move was like well thought out and it felt very like I don't know binary right and wrong but we just can't always control those outcomes so totally agree (laughs) yeah for sure and I think I mean unsurprisingly I you know share the same sentiment of always wanting to be in control and plan and have all of my ducks in a row, but I think something that I've worked on in therapy a lot, because got to bring therapy into this past year, (laughs) um, is just the idea of like remaining present, even in the small moments, like even when you just have one single anxious thought about 
some sort of future event, like sometimes you just need to ground yourself in the present and really be honest with yourself about what you can control in that given moment. Um, And I think that just like overall makes you a lot happier in the end to just like learn to catch yourself spiraling towards the future and live in the moment because then you don't miss life as it's coming at you. Yeah. And I think that was like a big emphasis of what Dana was saying too, was the emphasis on how if you're always trying to plan for the future, you can't be present. Exactly. And that's something that I definitely struggle with. But I think this year, you know, for better or for worse, has forced people like us to (laughs) be a little better at at least. (laughs) Little, at least know that we need to work on it. Yeah, and that's at least half the flag battle. the issue, right? Uh, the first step to what is it like? The first the for, step to recovery step to, is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, and yeah, thank you so much, Dana, and thanks for the congratulations. So sweet. Yeah. And oh, and I also we have a whole episode with Dana. If mm-hmm. you resonate with what she said, um, I think it was about like last November or December. So go check that out. Yes, for sure. But now we are going to listen to a submission from Meg, who is one of my good friends, actually, and someone that I want to try to bamboozle onto the pod to talk about all things mental health. So I'm very excited to hear what she has to say. So I think that this is a really challenging kind of question to answer. Um, You know, over the past year, there's been a lot of huge changes in my personal life as well as in the greater system of the society in which we live in, you know, between graduating undergrad, starting grad school, moving away from home, moving in with my partner, um, and then, you know, doing school online during a pandemic and starting to work in the healthcare industry. You know, I've learned a ton of different things in a a variety of different aspects, Um, but there's definitely one lesson that really stands out, um, to me that I've learned within this last year. And the main takeaway of it is the idea of support. Um, I think that it is so important to have supports in your life that are kind of your ride or dies, those people that will be there for you through thick and thin no matter what. Um, I am not the type of person that likes to go to people when I'm struggling. Um, I'm going to school for mental health care, so I feel as though I'm supposed to be that person for other people. And it's really hard for me to reach out to other people when, you know, I'm struggling or when I feel as though I need support. But throughout this past year, there's definitely been a lot of really emotionally challenging moments in my life. Um, And I think that that's true for everybody, you know, regardless of where they are in life. This year has been so hard for everybody. But knowing that I can call on my best friends from, you know, undergraduate and knowing I can call on my best friends from home, as well as some of the really close friends that I have made at work, has just been such an important tool and an important asset in my life. And I truly do not think that I would, you know, have gotten to this point in the year in such like a level-headed manner as I am now without them. You know, I have a, a wonderful partner and I'm so thankful for his support, but sometimes it's really important for you to draw on people that are outside of your immediate household. Um, and I, I'm sure people who have been, you know, stuck at home with their direct family members this entire time can relate to that state statement even more than I can. Um, but yeah, I just think, you know, my best friends have been there for me all year while I've been dealing with a lot of different things, whether that's, you know, like I said, starting grad school or, you know, being stressed about an exam or, you know, starting my first clinical job, they have been there through it all. And I truly do not think that I would be 
where I am right now without them. And so if I had one piece of advice for anybody, you know, invest in the relationships that you care about. There are people that will come and go in your life that will serve a purpose in a certain moment. But there are some people in your life that, like I said, are your ride or dies and are going to be there for you until the very end. And it is so important that you nurture and tend to those relationships, even when it feels nearly impossible, such as in a pandemic. Um, And I cannot thank all of my supports enough. I love you all. Um, And I just, yeah, nurture those relationships because they'll get you really far in life. Love it. Well, first of all, Meg should definitely be on the podcast because I feel like she's so well-spoken. <laughs> I know. I know. Listening to that, I was like, okay, sister, you're coming on this podcast. So Meg, I know you're out there listening <laughs> and you can't get out of it. Um, but I feel like, again, this really echoes. I think we did a whole episode on like nurturing friendships not that long ago, actually, mm-hmm. like the whole keeping in touch. Um, so I entirely echo everything that she said. I mean, it's so important to have a support system and to recognize what support system you need. Like she said, a lot of us have been stuck at home, whether we're stuck at home with family or with partners or with roommates. Um, And sometimes you do need that. It's good to have that support system in the immediate household, but also to have one to turn to outside of that household. Um, I think that was really great advice. And yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this year taught us that the only thing we really can control are you know, the people that we have in our lives and the things that we surround ourselves with. Um, So I think it's so important to make sure that you're nurturing those relationships and make sure that you have those relationships that are worth nurturing in your life. Yeah, I think one of the biggest realizations that I had, I think, you know, maybe everyone goes through this when they graduate college, but we just had it on like a very extreme front given COVID and everything was that like your acquaintances don't really matter. Like the amount yeah. of acquaintances that you had at like they you would run into at parties or have classes with, like if you don't have relationships that you can bring outside of those circumstances. And I mean, every relationship definitely serves its own purpose. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's bad to have acquaintances, but I think it's moments like that when you're like sitting alone in your childhood bedroom and there's a global pandemic and you haven't left your house in four days. It's like, it's moments like that that you realize how many like true friends you have and how many people you could genuinely reach out to and try to FaceTime and stuff like that. Um, And so I think, like I mentioned, probably everyone goes through kind of a similar experience after they graduate college, trying to realize like who's genuine and who they want to stick around. But I think having it, the pandemic on top of it, like really, taught me that lesson too of like how important it is to maintain the relationships that you want to maintain and yeah I think it was overall very well said so looking forward to having you on the pod one day (laughs) yeah hee hee Meg you're stuck now (laughs) (laughs) okay next up we have a recording from Kirsty and she's actually from Scotland so I'm very excited that we have an international submission here and I'm excited to hear what she has to say about the biggest lesson of her past year The biggest lesson that I have learned this year is learning how to slow down and take time for myself and finally learning how to live in the present, which is something that I was severely lacking before. Um, Yeah, it's been a wild year, but I really am appreciative of the fact that I have learned how to slow down and how to um, 
enjoy each day and each moment as it comes. So I would have to say that's my biggest lesson of the year. Again, such a fabulous lesson. It really is just very similar to um to Dana's, but just like learning to live in the present is so, so important because who cares about the future when it hasn't even happened yet, folks? Yeah, and I like what she was saying about learning that it's okay to slow down because I think yeah. I've always been the type of person that like I used to feel like genuine guilt if it was like a Saturday and I didn't have plans. Like I would get such FOMO that I wasn't doing anything and feeling like I had wasted the day and it would like put me in the worst mood and like genuinely in the past like if I had plans that got canceled I would be like depressed about it. Like I I don't know why I felt like I had to like squish so much into like every single day. Um and so I definitely agree that you know the pandemic has shifted the way I think about that and like knowing that taking a day to like lounge on the couch is okay and is necessary a lot of the time um and just like taking time to slow down and enjoy a book and like just I think the pandemic has really like brought us away from like the grind and like kind of like the hustle culture that was really prevalent beforehand and like it's definitely still a thing in like some circles but I think I've seen a shift just like in society in general away from the idea that like you have to be grinding all the time to be successful I honestly feel like there's been a shift more towards like work smarter not harder and like try to um you know be productive so that you can have the time to slow down and enjoy yourself and be present so that's a shift that I am excited about and I hope that like you know the culture keeps trending in that direction because I feel like it's just so much better for everyone's mental health overall yeah for sure and I think I honestly have a kind of the opposite problem from you in the sense of like I obviously I love hanging out with friends and stuff like that but I've just always known that I was the type of person that needed to like take a day and like just be lazy like I kind of never had the guilt of not feeling like a free day with plans I've always loved seeing my friends but after seeing my friends I just need some time to like be alone and I always felt really guilty for that because I was like I should want to spend my free time with my friends so I think with the pandemic this kind of like reinforced that like if that's what I need to like just be my happiest self and that's cool and that's okay because it's just me slowing down and taking the time to take care of myself. So yeah, all around great vibes, great lesson. <laughs> I actually have – um, I don't know if you guys remember, but I think it might be on the Instagram somewhere like in a um, reel. But um, I made like a vision board for this year and one of the little graphics that's included in the like collage style vision board is this little newspaper that says slow down, what's the rush? <laughs> So um, I feel like I've been manifesting this energy innately on my desktop for the last couple months. But yeah, thank you so much, Kirsty, And really excited that you're able to send one in from Scotland. Technology is so cool. We love it. So our next one is from Sarika. Hi, my name is Sarika. And I would say that the biggest lesson I learned this past year is that there is no better investment you can make than in yourself and it pays to be curious and it always pays to keep on learning and growing as a person short and sweet I love it love it Um, (laughs) yeah and I like that she used the word invest in yourself Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes it can feel selfish to spend time on you know self-care or like maybe purchasing a course that you're interested in or like spending time reading a book like it can feel selfish that you're not spending that time with others or, you know, doing something more quote unquote productive. Um, But I like that she called it an investment because I think that is so true because what does an investment do? Appreciates in value. 
What will you do as a person if you take time for yourself and treat yourself? Grow as a person. (laughs) Amen, sister. I also like – I remember I want to say it was uh, Margot Lee, a YouTuber who Anya and I both watch. I remember when she posted a video about her graduating. um, She went to Syracuse. She said something along the lines of like she's was vowing to herself that even though she was graduating school, she wanted to be a lifelong learner. Like she didn't want this to be the end of her learning journey, which I just really enjoy that sentiment. And I think it's echoed in Sarika's um, lesson as well. Like I like that she uses the word like staying curious because uh, mm-hmm. I, I just think, you know, don't get me wrong. School is hard and it's nice to graduate and like take a break from classes. Like I totally agree with that. But school is not the end of like your learning. There's so many ways that you can grow and learn about things. Um, and so really tap into those curiosities. If you ever wonder how something is or how to do something, like tap into that. This is the time where you're not being forced to do it for academic credit. You're really just doing it on your own accord. And I think people would be amazed at how much they can learn about just little things in life. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, and I think like life stage-wise, we're at a good point where we have that time to put into exploring things that are interesting to us and investing in self-care and things like that. You know, maybe down the line, people might have families or like more um, rigorous careers or something like that. So I think this time in our 20s is such a good time to form those habits and make sure that they become lifelong ambitions. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, thank you, Sarika. And also, I really like your name. Very pretty. Yeah, I like your voice too. I don't know if that's a weird thing to say, but you have a nice no. voice. <laughs> yeah, she does. Go off, Sarika. You're doing great. <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> All right, the next one is from Sarah. And I believe this is Sarah from our very first ever guest episode. So you guys might oh. recognize her voice, Sarah Graysdorf of Holdet. This is so full circle. I love it. <laughs> The biggest lesson that I've learned in the last year is to create a plan but be able to hold it loosely. I think if the pandemic has taught me anything, it's that we really don't know what the future holds. And being able to roll with the punches and lean into wherever life takes you um, will ease a lot of the strife and anxiety that you might have about what comes next. She's always so well spoken. (laughs) I know. Um, but yeah, this goes to show that, you know, some of these have similar themes, which I think is really cool that like, we're all, you know, individuals having our own unique experiences, but coming to the Mm -hmm. same conclusions at the same point in time. I just think that's kind of crazy. Like having that like thought right now, I just feel like that's really cool. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, especially because, you know, we've created this kind of post-grad community. I think this is a really universal experience for post-grad in general is just you go from such a rigorous schedule it being in school and then learning how to adapt I mean I assume that this this is the case even when there isn't a global pandemic that rips all your plans out from under you (laughs) um that there's some sort of learning curve to like actually creating your own schedule and kind of having this wide open space of possibility uh and then throw a pandemic into it and it really forces you to learn how to like she said, I like that she phrases it as um, like hold on to your plans, but hold them loosely. I think yeah. that's like such a great way to look at it. I also like that she said that because I think for people that are like, you know, Sarah and Kylie and me and Dana, like type A people, mm-hmm. just telling them like, oh, just don't have a plan then 
is like even more stressful than having your plan messed up, I feel like. So yeah. um, I like that she acknowledges that like you can still have a plan and like goals and ambitions and like a greater dream for yourself, but just know that like the path that it takes to get there might, you know, be a little different than what you expect. Yeah. Um, and that this really reminds me of, we've said this so many times. I wonder if she knows that like I've basically tattooed this on my forehead since she said <laughs> it one time. But one of my mentors said to me, like, I was talking to her, kind of like venting about how I felt like a lot of my postgrad plans were down the drain. And she said, not down the drain, down the timeline. And I just feel like that's such a sentiment of this show overall. And I think it goes along with what Sarah was saying. And like, you can you can have a good sense for where you're going to end up, but like, allow flexibility with how you get there because we can't always control everything. Love a yeah. theme. Yeah, we and I love like I remember you saying that the um not down the time not down the drain down the timeline that's like stuck with me. So you can tell your mentor that like she's helping I know, me I out. I really with need that to one. tell her. <laughs> it's like such a good sentiment. She said it's if so we casually. ever make merch, that's what it's saying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll credit her. Love that. All right, and I think our very last voice recording. Do you want to intro this one, Kylie? I do. So this one comes from Emily, who is also another one of my great friends. One thing that I've learned within the past year is to really focus on myself and prioritize myself and my mental health. Um, Obviously, for everyone, it's been a difficult year, but I've learned to just really focus on giving myself a self-care day, a self-care night, just knowing my body and when I need it and I'll do little things like going to get my nails done or taking a nice long hot shower at night, doing a nice skincare routine for myself, or even going to bed early one night, watching my favorite show or movie, or just knowing that I need some alone time and some space has just helped me and my mental health so much. And I think I've benefited so much with doing this and focusing on myself. As you can tell, I think that... uh mental health has been an overall theme in my friend group yeah this wait, past true. year I didn't even put yeah. that together that's funny yeah okay we're all we're all leaning on each other and supporting each other um you know I'm really lucky that my core friend group from undergrad two of which we've heard from in this episode we're all very candid about mental health and like just being the people to lean on and being the people who are like judge free like you can say whatever you want about whatever you're feeling and like no one's ever going to judge you for it and I think that's so important um and I agree with M that it's so important to listen to your body and this is something that I'm really learning is that you know I feel like it with a lot of like physical aspects you know you always hear like listen to your body listen to what your body needs but that also plays in with your mental health too like if you're feeling really, really, really run down, there's a reason for it. Listen to your body. Mm -hmm. If something specifically is making you incredibly anxious and panicked, listen to your body and figure out what it is about that. And if there's anything you can do to control that, like, it's just so important to be in tune with yourself and not ignore those feelings that you're having. Because if you just keep ignoring them, they're going to boil over at some point. So you might as well listen and be present in the moment to tie all that in, be present in the moment, <laughs> listen to your body and do what you need to do to protect your peace. I think Katie said that on um one of our recent episodes <laughs> and it's so true. You need to protect your peace. All the motifs, we're just bringing them all in here today. <laughs> yeah. And I like that she gave all those examples at the end of like how 
self-care looks to her. And I like that one of them was like alone time because I think that's something that a lot of people maybe don't consider self-care initially. And we have a whole episode on self-care if you want to check it out. Um, But yeah, I definitely agree with her on all of this. And I'm glad that she was able to realize the importance of it um, this past year because I think it'll – once you kind of realize the value of your alone time and listening to yourself and prioritizing yourself, it definitely takes you far in life. So Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that is all the recordings that we have to play for you today. So I just want to say thank you so, so much to everyone that sent in a recording. And if you included your address, we're going to send you a little surprise. And if you didn't, feel free to email us now and we're we're happy to send that your way too. Um, But I think we're just really grateful that we're able to include part of our community in this episode. And um, I think this was like the least planned episode we probably ever had. (laughs) Like literally ever. Um, So I hope you guys liked this more casual style, but I just thought it would be fun for our year to our year anniversary to get a real, you know, I I think I said in the beginning, sort of like we're all chilling on the couch conversation going. So I hope that's the energy that you guys felt. Yeah, for sure. Thank you again to everyone who submitted. We definitely want to do this in the future. I think it was really, really nice to, you know, obviously we talk into our microphones and we know that there's people listening, but we don't necessarily get to hear back all the time. Um, So it's really cool to hear that so many of the lessons that you guys learned um, echoed so much of what we're trying to put out with the podcast. So I definitely want to hear from you guys again in the future. And yeah, if you haven't already, Join this fun little community. We're such a great little post-grad community. So supportive of one another. So you can follow us on Instagram and leave us a five-star rating because it really helps us out. And thank you guys again for your submissions and for such a great year. Yeah, I just, to say it again, I can't believe that it's been a year of the podcast and I'm sure we've got another great year ahead of us. So let's jump on in and we will see you guys next week with another episode. Yeah, see you next Tuesday, guys. 